0: Hey, what's up, my people? It's your boy Nicholas. Thank you again for tuning in to the Nerd to podcast. So today is going to be a shorter episode because really I'm going to introduce you guys to an idea that I had of starting my next prep for my next meet. So essentially an audio podcast, dialogue, blog blog, you know, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But I realized that uh, that hasn't been done before to my knowledge. That's really been an audio documentation, following, uh, probably a meet prep and going into a competition. Or maybe they has I'm sure somebody's done it. I just don't know about it. So it's the first time to my knowledge. So if I'm wrong, forgive me. But here's what it looks like. I'm looking at my next competition for December 7th here at my home gym, in Terry, California at KO Gym. And it'll be my first time competing on my home turf. Um, It'll be my third meet, third competition. And I'm hoping to actually, uh, you know, if I can do something with myself. My first meet is all first meets are whatever. Um, It's an experience. It's about the experience. It's about learning the cues, the environment, the sport, um, and really just getting the iron bug and its teeth sunk into you. That's what your first meet is for. Second meet, you know, if you're serious about it, You try and do something. Uh, My second me, though, was not doing something. My second me was a little trashy. Um, You know, you could chalk it up to a number of reasons. I'm sure I could, uh, from you know, bad personal life to changes going on. You know, the other aspects of. My life, and it's a really tough meat prep. Uh, I my first meet was in September. You know, I took a couple of you know, time off, a couple of weeks off, and then the off season, and then started getting back to it. And then I picked that meat, uh, which was for May and January after my birthday. And you know, uh, but I was gonna kind of had, essentially it set in sight, and I really wanted to put up a much bigger. Total get into the USPA, at least a Class 2 for the USPA. Because uh, if you don't know, they have Class 3, Class 2, Class 1, Elite. I'm sorry, not Elite. Yeah, Class 1, and I think it's Elite, and then Masters, and I forget exactly the order. But essentially, Class 1 is highest, and you get up into the Elite levels. And uh, Class 2 kind of being Medium, and I really wanted to break into that. And my second meet Which was the Sin City Open at the Stronghouse Gym In Las Vegas I definitely did not do that I trashed and I essentially uh, Essentially did the same I did in my first meet My first meet I did I went 7 for 9 I totaled like 9.75 which is Bad um, I got my opener squat Missed my second squat due to a soft lockout uh, And then I got my third squat um, And I went up every time So I didn't have to retake my second Because it didn't move I just didn't lock out my knees um, It was just an easy fix Then my bench I got my opener I got my I missed my second No, I got my second That's right And then I missed my third uh, it's gonna get off the chest. Uh, and then for deadlift I got my opener I got my second and then I ended up getting my third um, for uh, which uh, I don't know if it was in a PR at, uh, yeah it was it was a PR at the time it was like a five pound PR at the time. So that was my first meet and that was in September of last year. So exactly one year almost as a year ago. It was the first or second week of September, which is what we are now. So that was our first encounter with powerlifting, and that's what really got me hooked. It was a great meet. Um, some of you may have heard me talk about it before, and it was an awesome experience. It was down in uh, Costa Mesa, self-made training gym, and I really had a good time. A lot of good people that I got to learn from at that meet and met a lot of good friends who I'm still friends with. Uh, shout out to Ms. Sarah Strong. Um, who is a close friend who I'm still friends with even now. She's a awesome mom and powerlifter and domestic violence advocate, or against domestic violence advocate out of Marietta, California. So, then for the second, you know, I really wanted to train hard and I really wanted to bump that up and get into a you know, into a class uh, two total, which would have been uh, if I remember correctly, because at the time, I was doing the 83 kilo weight class, and at the time, a class, here would have been like 1071. So, second me, uh, I did. I trained. I feel like I did as much as I could into that training in my off season, and then in the prep, I had a lot of, you know, various difficulties from small injuries that would have to make me kind of rearrange training to, Personal things to, you know, which are always, these are all factors that every competitor and every person has to go through. So it's not me. You know, but they are factors nonetheless. So, uh, come May is, is when the competition was. I remember it was May 17th, I think it was. Um, yeah, I, I thought I did everything right that I could. Tried to get the rest and get to sleep. Um... You know, I just wasn't there that day, as they say. That's always what it's like. Uh, it was wasn't the day I wanted, right? Um, but yeah, it just it's I didn't show up that day for whatever reason, and it was a classic raw, which means I use knee wraps, not knee sleeves. My first meet was knee was knee sleeves. My second one was knee wraps. For the record, I like knee wraps better, but. Scotty, my coach, currently for the next meet in December, it will be with me sleeves. Um, because that's what he suggested. I deep down just think he doesn't want to wrap my knees. That's why he's making me do that. But whatever. Anyway. Just kidding. Scott. So, looking at December now, it will be with sleeves. Uh, but for the second meet, I smoked my opener for squats. I felt really confident about it. You know, I was a little little frazzled, but for the most part, I was like, okay, cool. I moved well. It was like 350, which I had been doing in training and moved really well. I was comfortable with it. My next one was 375, maybe 378. I don't remember the exact number, but essentially a uh, number I, I had hit before my heaviest one in training up until that point during my prep was 385. So that was my heaviest single in my prep leading up to this meet. So I'm pretty sure it was like 371 and 375 was my second. And I misgroove the shit out of it. I'm not sure. I don't really remember how. You know, you just going kind to of have that blur. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't wedge in properly with my upper back. Um, I didn't keep me in my upper back tension But essentially out of the hole I had lost a little bit of that drive uh, With the upper back Which slowed me up into that sticking point I really had to you know, Push those elbows through It was way too much of a grinder for a second attempt Bottom line um, I got it But just that one sticking point I really had to work for it, Which definitely took it out And Scotty you know, with his experience wisely on my third, chose to kind of bump me down from what I originally wanted. I originally wanted to squat over 400 that day for my third squat. That was my goal. I wanted to squat over 400. I wanted to – I always wanted to bench better than I did the first meet, Um, as close to 250 as I could. And then I really wanted to, you know, just break my deadlift, my third deadlift. That was the goal. I mean, that was – you know, I figured if I did all of those, I'd be able to hit the class two total, which is usually about, which was about 1071. So let's get it close to 1100 total as possible, which is really not great. You know, there's lots of people, guys and girls who, and just, you know, blow that out of the water. What's about your individual journey, right? Um, you know, when I like talking about my numbers, I don't feel like they're really meant to be. They're not great. So. We just focus on the progress here. Yeah. Um, that was my goal for that second meet. Get as close to 1,100 as possible. Try to get a Class 2 total. Um, try to break into that 400 squat. So like any like mix of those three goals, I would have been happy with. But I got one of three, two of three, or all three. So when I come down to the bench... You know, And then the deadlift, I was really hoping that I would set a good precedent with my squat. Well, because I had that grinder a second, I was not able to really set that up. And Coach wisely said, 400 is not going to happen today. I'm going to put you at 391. I think the kilos, the way it converted, was 391.8. And he called it right. That was probably the most that I had that day. I got it. I got that last third squat. Depth wasn't a problem. Uh, you know, I sunk it and I came back up, but I had to really fight to lock it out coming out of the hole. Um, and had I not had a, such a grinder and a misgroove on the second, I probably would have conserved enough energy to be able to actually get the you know get that 402 squat, which would be the next jump up from the 391.8. Um, but yeah, you know, and that's the thing with attempts; you have to be really, really be careful. About the selection, you know, because the energy expenditure, you know, that you have from your warmups going into, you know, you know your first attempt, like all of those, if it's one's a little bit too heavy and you put too much energy, you have a finite amount of energy for that day. You have a long day. You have nine lifts you have to do plus your warm-ups. You have to be careful of how you're allotting your your uh, your power output as well as managing your fatigue and you know that you're accumulating in the recovery. So I just spent too much gas on the second. I didn't have enough for the third, so I squeaked by barely with 391.8. You know, which for me I was bummed. Like, yeah, it's a PR. There's only six pounds over what I did best in my meat prep, and I smoked that 385 when I did it. Like my 385 single that I did during training looked much better than my second and like 370 whatever, and then my third. So I knew I had more. I knew I could have done better. And I just, I just you know, I didn't perform on the day. So, moving on to bench, um, Scotty's a really great bencher. He's a really good bench technician. He has lots of great information when it comes to bench, and my bench sucks. I have a really hard time with just uh, sensory motor awareness of my upper body um, in a lot of ways. When it comes to pressing, I'm really good at pulling with my upper body. Um, so I pull-ups and all that. When I focus on it, I'm a lot more in tune with. Um, I just kind of have that control, but when it comes to pressing, that is not a natural skill that I'm innately, innately have. I'm a natural puller, not a natural presser. So bench and squat definitely are not natural to me. Pull-ups, deadlifts, you know, any type of pulling motion, I have a bit more of a natural taking too So. Yeah, that's just kind of the way it went there. And bench went like it did last time, actually. Um, I definitely had a better base, better setup, better overall training, you know, volume from my prep going into bench. But essentially, bench went the same. I got my first. I got my second. Fucking stalled out on my third. Barely off the chest. I got a little farther than I did my last time. But, um, yeah, Ibisq was the same. Like it went the same and I think my second that I got was only six point something pounds heavier than my second that I got on my first meet. So that was late. And then going into the deadlifts, uh man, deadlifts actually started feeling good. I was kinda of worried that they wouldn't, you know, but I was just like, fuck it, it's deadlift time. Let's party. And I was just trying to let loose. I wasn't trying to be in my head. I was trying to enjoy myself, which I did. I had fun. I had fun. That's what's important about the meat. And I definitely did that. But that being said, you know, you want to do your best. So started warming up. My warm-up felt really good. Um, so I was like, okay, maybe I can make up some ground here. Maybe I can just you know, pull something out here. My opener flew. Great. My second attempt was my old third attempt, my last meet, which was four twenty-four, and I got that. No problem. And my third attempt, ugh. I don't know what happened. Well I didn't know what happened. I just I didn't I didn't brace properly. I really I think I just rushed it. I didn't set myself up. I put myself in a bad position. It was four forty-four point something. It was like, so I was essentially 20 something pounds heavier than my second. And got it up, got it past my knees, got it right to lock out. My shoulders were too far forward. You know, I look at it from the side, you know, and I look back at it, and I I definitely did not put myself in the position uh, that I needed to be for that pull like I did my other ones. I rushed it. And um, I couldn't lock it out. I stood, you know, I got it above the knees and the thighs. Struggling, putting my shoulders to stack over my hips, and I just finally uh, blacked out a little bit, fell forward, and they caught me. And uh, so it was just like one of those momentary pass-outs—you kind of black out, and come forward, and you come to right away. Like, oh shit, I'm falling, and uh, that was that. I kept pulling as long as I could. I kept pulling. I kept pulling. I kept pulling. I went back and lost my back. I went black and lost my balance. Um. Well, Frank Daddy says that it looks like it's staged. But, uh, you know, I was there. I definitely didn't try to block out. I would have much rather have gotten the pull. And, <laughs> or, you know, I kept trying. Or have it slip out of my hands or something. I definitely didn't want to set it down. I just wanted to keep going. Um, damn, I wanted that fucking pull. Had I got that, even with all the mistakes of my squat and my bench, I would have at least got a class two total. So to compare for you, first meet, I went seven for nine. My second meet, I went seven for nine. With, almost, with my deadlift being the same, because I got my second, which is the same as my third. My bench being just a few pounds more than my bench in the last one. My squat was higher. My first meet, uh, my third squat was 318.5 or whatever. And this one, it was... Which sounds like a lot It's like 80 pounds But I was in wraps So wraps give you like 50 pounds So really we could say It's probably only 30 pounds more Like to be honest Right? Let's be fair Maybe it was like 20 or 30 pounds So basically after 8 months I added like 20 pounds Essentially 30 pounds to my total So um, yeah, suck monkey balls. But this, as Yang Suren would always has told me many times, is a marathon sport, and you know, um, it takes time. You can't rush it. And he's right. And luckily, you gotta love the process and getting stronger, which I do. That's one thing that I value in life: is always getting stronger, always learning, always getting better. So. In these coming mini episodes, in between the regular guests that I have on, I'm going to be doing a meat prep, you know, podcast blog of uh, just kind of accounting how it goes going in, starting now in September. It's September 6th. So just a little more than three months. I will be competing December 7th, which will be. A Saturday, I actually believe my flight will be on Sunday, December 8th, but the meet starts December 7th. So we'll just use that as the as the time, December 7th and 8th. So over the next ones, uh, I'm going to keep them pretty short. It'll just be me. This one will probably be the longest one, uh, coming up on 19 minutes now, 19 minutes, 15 seconds. So about 20 minutes or less, um, just to kind of overview how the training is going. Um maybe once a week, maybe twice, maybe every other week, something like that. Just as a you know, just to kinda of share the process of how this meat prep goes, how I feel getting ready going to this, what I'm doing for the prep with Scott and uh yeah, just to kinda of have some some accountability for it. So that's the goal, that's what we have coming up. Um I'm waiting for my new block to start this three month you know setup from Scott actually. Today I have the last Today tomorrow are my last two days of my current off-season block. And then, you know, we get into the good stuff. So I pull today. Again, last pull of this off-season block. And then tomorrow I have my heaviest squat and bench of my block. That's how Scott sets it up. Every block, your last week is your heavy most intense week. Kind of waves up that way. And then your next block will naturally deload because you start lower. Um, and so he programs in the deload. That way, so I have that, and then we'll see how it goes. And then maybe this journey will be enlightening not only for me as a reflection, maybe for you uh, if you're listening. If you're a first-time competitor, you kind of get to go through a meet prep with someone, like listen, follow along, uh, as well as you know just an experiment. I don't think anyone's done it yet, to my knowledge. Um, I know some people have done video blogs. Of their of the meat prep uh, going in um, you know, regular vlogs obviously video blogs are like, on a weekly basis so uh, just not in a podcast form so I figured why the hell not and also I'm just a normal guy with shitty numbers you know so it's not like you know a, uh, a me prep follow along with someone who's an elite level um, you know they're probably a bit more entertaining but hey hopefully that's something we all can learn from so that's what it is, guys. So hopefully we can all, you know, hold each other accountable. Y'all can hold me accountable, give me feedback, uh, just add another value to the show, uh, to the learning resource that I want this show to be, Nerds Who Lift podcast, should be for those nerds who lift who want to learn from other athletes and coaches, and, uh, you know, obviously myself. I'm going to put myself out there as that game pig for y'all and for myself. So... You know, here's to the journey. And thank you guys, everybody, for listening to the show, for all the guests who come on. And, you know, we're going to continue making something, uh, something great for y'all. And you know that I love it. And that's what it's about, right? We well, got to love it. You got to love this process. And powerlifting is a sport, it's also a hobby you don't make a lot of money on, but it can enrich your lives in so many ways and open so many doors. So you got to think beyond just to like, You know, the simple, oh, hey, like, like, you know, you can't be a professional athlete in powerlifting, but you can develop and evolve from it as the catalyst. So remember that. And if anything, it just made your life better. Introduce you to some of the best people in the world. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, Viking Performance, Viking Performance Chalk and Apparel. Best dusty stuff for lifting heavy shit. Go check them out. Use our code NERDS10, N-E-R-D-Z, 10, all capital, 10, save 10% on their chalk and apparel. Best people in the business. We know them. We love them. Calvert Illustrations, The Drunk Horse Show. Thank you, guys. As always, thank you, the listener. And until next time, I'm Nicholas. This is the Nerd 2 Live Podcast red right, red right, right.